Hello, and welcome to InspecTech, the evident, non-destructive testing podcast. My name is Emily Pedoquin, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is all about NDT and the incredible people that work into our industry. I've been in this industry for just over a decade now, and I'm still amazed by the incredible people that I get to work with and how tightly this community is connected. On this show, I have the chance to welcome experts from the field to chat about everything and anything from challenging applications to new trends and even tips and tricks on how to improve your NDT game. I hope you'll enjoy the unique insight that our guests are sharing with us and that it will inspire others to also want to help in making this world a safer place. Today on the show, I have the pleasure to host Marius Purcell. Marius is a corporate non-destructive testing level three, and he has been in the NDT and in applied sciences sector since 2010 working as an apprentice to achieve certification towards the South African equivalent of API 510. During his apprenticeship, he got ever so curious surrounding the nature of NDT and everything around it. The vast array of sciences involved with our field sparked a passion of an already existing love for physics and applied sciences, both within the industrial and medical sector. Holding four ISO 9712 certifications at level three and as inspector of pressurized equipment, Marius works alongside different departments, enhance the capability of existing techniques, but also helps in developing new procedural inputs towards the design of innovative applications. His wife, Leanne Purcell, is a metallurgical and international welding engineer who has also influenced and inspired his NDT career. Aside from being a husband and a father of two boys, Marius also recognizes that he is 100% a full-time nerd and a mad scientist, enjoying video games, building things out of Legos, and a big sci-fi, fantasy, and adventure enthusiast. Marius shares with us today what the NDT geeks and sci-fi nerds might have in common, as well as some stories of why NDT can be a fun job in the day-to-day. I hope you'll enjoy our conversation as much as I did. Hey, Marius, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you. Really do appreciate it. I'm glad to have you on today. So um, I think I think you know the drill. <laughs> the first question yes. that I always like to ask is, how did you stumble upon uh, the non-destructive testing field? So non-destructive testing. So it's always, it's always that non-destructive testing finds you. It's not that you that you find non-destructive testing. Very <laughs> so, true, yeah. So um, it just happens to be that uh, at the current stage, I was uh, uh, I was applying for apprenticeship, apprenticeship uh, at uh, one of our leading global uh, petrochemical manufacturers, which is Sassel. Uh, which I was duly accepted, and then but it was for an inspector-based apprenticeship. So halfway through the apprenticeship, I've got I've got to know about NET, and then it just all went down like a ball of snow, and 
so it was just all this wealth of information so it was just, that's how i got stumbled upon unity so it was by accident and then also by mutual choice because i couldn't see myself doing what a normal inspector would do for a day-to-day job um just because of the inherent challenges that unity has all around so that's why i stumbled upon unity yeah and um and i've been uh I've been following you on LinkedIn for a while too, and you know, I I've noticed, or I'm, I know about you, that your wife is also somewhat in that field. Correct? Is that like did she influence you in going to NTT, or is it vice versa? How did it all happen? So we actually met through our our respective roles within uh, within the employment. Um, of the same employer so um so yeah so i actually met my wife through uh through a project that we were running side by side so she yeah so she's she's a metallurgical engineer and then um also international welding engineer so um so she's mainly, you know, working on temperature degradation mechanisms, and uh, um, I just happen to be working on on the same project in order to, you know, come up with a technique or sustainable technique to detect creep, graphitization, or everything high temperature degradation. Uh, so that's how I met her. So it's it's a um, it's actually a very good story to tell my kids one day on how we met <laughs> so yeah i love it it's like kind of a common passion or yeah mm. that that's very cool but she but she teaches me a lot though so i think i think i'm learning a lot more than what she's getting from me because she still says she can't <laughs> she can't interpret face the right data she sees it but she can't she can't understand it so <laughs> right 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 and that's why you're there for <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so as as I mentioned, you know, I've, I've been uh, I've been following you on LinkedIn for a little while, and you always share great content. By the way, it's always really a a, a pleasure to to read what you share, your posts, and so on. Oh, thank um, you. So what what are you what what would you say you're passionate about um, when it comes to NDT? So so first of all, NDT is such such a big vast array field in composing all elements of science of every aspect of physics so it's i mean you got electromagnetism you got ultrasonics you got you got radiation you got and then we've got all these other funny things that's coming in between as the technology evolve and <laughs> so it encompasses really a, a big realm of applied sciences and um Truly, what what makes it great is is that uh, although not um, you know a subject matter expert on on all of it, I mean it, my preference would be ultrasonics, just FYI. Um, <laughs> so I've noticed uh, that, and it's probably why I think you have great content. <laughs> so so it's uh, it just encompasses like a really large array of of, of, of of applied sciences and physics and science and i mean it's it's, it's something that actually it's a piece of science that actually contributes positively towards uh, a common goal which is obviously you know making the world a safer place if i can steal that from the ACT logo but yeah. uh, 
um, I mean, ADT in, in uh, when I was just looking around, even on, on LinkedIn, where when NASA and SpaceX you know, advertised the non-destructive testing jobs for phase rate technicians, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, okay, they actually they're actually doing it. And I'm, so so yeah. it's such a vast array. Of, like I said, it's such a vast array of a field that you can get into, and I mean, you can f- find yourself starting with basic UT, and then you'll end up with pulse data current, for instance. I don't know. So it just trickled down the tree, never ending. It's like Alice going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true, very true. And I've noticed on uh, well on your LinkedIn and elsewhere, you know, when we discussed prior to this also uh, podcast, uh, you often refer to yourself as a as a nerd <laughs> and I think that uh, <laughs> what's funny is that I, I think most of us can actually relate to that statement you know and so wh- what do you think like in your opinion what's the the Venn diagram or what intersects there um, so much between NDT and being a bit of a geeky slash nerdy you know person what do you think uh, <laughs> So I think being a nerd and being an NET goes uh-huh. in parallel with one another because you can't do NET without being a nerd because, I mean, if you watch Star Wars right now, I would uh-huh. watch Star Wars and thinking, how would I fix the Death Star from blowing up? <laughs> or how would I prevent it from blowing up? <laughs> so, There's flaws so, in there. Yeah. <laughs> There's flaws in there. And... Damn it, the rebellion. <laughs> so, um, uh, no, it's, 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 it, I always associate science. I mean, well, if you look at it from a social point of view, um, mm-hmm. science is always related to this, to this, to this geeky, nerdy type of people with the, with the thick glasses and, you know, with the white lab coats. And, right. and, and NET is, is, is such a, um, engaging field right so you're very up in front in, in what you're doing so, so some of the individuals they don't fit the typical nerdy look but i mean at, back <laughs> in the scene he's building legos he's building a, a, a next gyro scanner with the piece of lego that he mm-hmm. probably got from his boy which he bought for christmas so now he's hogging the pieces in any case so that makes him a nerd so yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's uh um so the whole nerd thing is just it's just to uh i like to include everybody just to make sure that you know you know we all are nerds we all accept it and we all have an opinion and rightfully so and um and in the NDT field it's 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 more it's more so than i find in any other fields but uh, especially when it comes to code interpretations then everybody yeah. has a have has a different view but i mean when you start engaging then un- unknowingly you are nerd because you want mm-hmm. to press down your opinion and technically stating why you say so so that makes you a nerd so everybody in NDT is a nerd <laughs> yeah, yep. I agree. I like that. And you know, like there's, I don't know, there's something about science fiction that kind of pushes the limit of um, what's technologically possible, you know, and it keeps yeah. your mind open to what might be possible, you know. And yes. as we we were chatting just a little bit before before this, you know, and and we're talking about how we're talking about creep damage and how you know, ten years ago when I started, I remember that it was it was the thing that we 
we thought that was the limit. You know, it's the limit for for a phased array or for UT in general. It's like you won't be able to see creep damage. You know, and now yeah. here we are, ten years later, with the you know face currents imaging and seeing this. Like, there's no problem at all. And it's like, you know, we limited ourselves to say, oh no, that's that's the limit, but. Actually, yeah. you know, with technology, who knows what's the limit? And that's personally what I like about the, science fiction. The, yeah, the, the, the possibilities are endless. I mean, if you look at 2001 A Space Odyssey, we way mm -hmm. back to 2001, and we've been, I personally think so, we've been to the moon quite some few times ago. So, I mean, so <laughs> that, that, that specific year went and gone. So we way past that point, even with Blade Runner, if you look at it yeah. now, we way past that point of in the year 2000. So true, <laughs> so. true. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. It's crazy to think about. Um, and so you're uh, you're located in uh, in South Africa, and I know you've been yes. living in Australia as well. Um, you know, most of our audience is uh, in the Americas, but we we try to uh, to to be worldwide. And uh, and I'm curious if you can share with our audience, like, how do you feel like South Africa is different NDT wise than in, than other places, and how Australia was different as well uh, from from the rest of the world? If there is any differences. So. Okay, so if we start with, let's start with Australia first. So, um, so I was fortunate enough to be there for, for, for a while. Um, and being able to interact with uh, a more engaging type of socioeconomic environment where the universities and the entity service entities are actually working closely with one another based on, you know, government issued grants in order to promote research and development uh, for the economic growth of Australia was something that uh, I've observed at first and it was something that uh, that I was very intrigued about because uh, you know a government actually um, putting into a business in order to have an output to make something sovereign that is uh, within Australia, I mean, you can put a badge on it and it says, mm. okay, this is Australia's, uh, um, or, you know, even just the, the, the fundamental idea of supporting such a small, but yet such a big industry, um, and to see the potential of it actually growing, um, for the company, you know, not, not based just in Australia, but actually for Australia to have a greater reach in terms of what comes out with uh, with that harmony between the universities and research and development and lessons learned. So it was it was very fun to see. Um, then where, where I'm rooted, uh, which is in South Africa, so NDT, um, I mean, but it plays a big role uh, in, in every sector, irrespective, I think, where you are, uh, you know, geographic, geographic-wise. Um, mm -hmm. So, anything in South Africa is 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 fairly driven by, uh, I won't say a niche group of people, but it's driven by by people that really has a passion for the industry and that has a passion for for non-destructive testing. Um, Interesting. So, um, the small little group that we are. The, uh, knowing that you know, South Africa um, isn't in that position where we 
have that type of uh, support or uh, from you know external third parties in order to you know to make something sovereign which is based in South Africa um, we try to keep at the edge of technology and trying to push ourselves in terms of how can we do better what is out there already you know trying to be self competitive of mm-hmm. what is out there trying to compare what is out in the public and then trying to make it better so NET is driven by the uh, we have training bodies here uh, which is uh, ISO 17024 uh, certified and then okay. we also have training bodies that facilitate SNT TC1A training uh, but I think the core is where is, is within was within the individuals themselves um, I mean we uh, we, le- we learn a lot from each other here. So the lessons learned is, is a lot. Uh, it's an open sharing ground. So it, mm-hmm. you know, without divulging any type of legal information or whatever the case might be. But uh, lessons learned is that we, we always try to share and build networks outside of South Africa, but then use that engagement and then teach one another. And then with that teaching one another, we go about implementing and then when it's not working, we go back to the drawing board. So mm-hmm. we live on a principle of um, if you can show it, like an American show and tell. So if you can show it mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and you can prove it, then you can do it. So we always we, we always challenge the status quo. And I think that sets us support as well, is that, um, you know, I mean, working for, for, for big uh, employers, uh, where you uh, invite somebody from from a developing or no, uh, from a developed country uh, with the technology, and then when it comes to the show and tell part, you we really <laughs> it, it, it's going to sound sound daunting, but it isn't actually. It's actually very fun. But what you do is we we rip the technology apart in terms of mm-hmm. uh, how far can we push this and what mm-hmm. can it not do. So we, and that's how we uh, engage with uh, other networks outside South Africa. So, so we're trying to stay on the edge of technology, and based on that, we we have a very strong supportive structure in terms of how we engage with one another as individuals. So there's a lot of lessons learned based interactive learning um, program that. That we do, but it's it's not it's not titled something that it doesn't carry a title. It's just something that we do out of our own. Because mainly, I think the biggest influence of NDT comes from <laughs> I call them the old timers, where they um, most of the NDT personnel or the people, some most of the level threes, they come from uh, aviation background. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a strong aviation background and then the power generation sector as well. So petrochemical wise, you know, sitting with a lot of processes that the petrochemical refining sits with, it's always very challenging. And then, you know, you teach an old dog new tricks. You can. So it's a (laughs) so so it's kind of it's like I said, so although not having that real good impact like if I compare it with Australia, having that type of uh, initiative grant uh, or monetary 
uh, value coupled to it, we still we still engage with outside networks in order to prove ourselves to be sovereign in our own way. So it's uh, right. so we have a lot of like I said, we have the training bodies, um, etc. But it's it's more to do with the individuals and their curiosity out of all things that, that drives the that drives the sector truly. Right. And that's that's half the you know, it's it's very important too. You know, if you don't have people that are either passionate or curious or you know, then then it's uh, a moot point really. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we always yeah. we always talk about, you know, uh, um, people showing interest. So it's yeah. it's uh and, and, and that's key. I mean, if if an individual shows interest, uh, that's somebody that you can work with. I mean, because let's face it, NFT is not for everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. um, uh, I would I always always joke around when when we when I just started my um, courses with NFT, and then you see this these old photographs of these men standing in white coats or. Uh, jeans and a very niche doing ultrasonics on a forging in a workshop you're like wow i like that that looks very cool you know and then you come into a refinery then it's like then it's just bells and whistles everywhere and it's like mm-hmm. you're on your knees busy scanning this and different realities <laughs> yeah. different realities so it's uh but it's fun I mean, this Bo- both are important, <laughs> but uh, yes. very different realities for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think? Like with that in mind, you know, what what do you think is um, either missing or, you know, what improvements do you see for our industry in general? Not just in you know where you at in in South Africa, but just for the industry in general. What could we benefit from, uh, improvement wise, in your opinion? So. I have this dream. Okay. <laughs> I like it already. I, I, I have this dream. So so ultrasonics is 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 my priority. So I have this dream that I wanna get uh, industrial based non destructive testing as as how they would formally put it. Uh, okay. which uh, doesn't include the medical industry. So my okay. vision for NDT is where we can actually be on par with that type of technology that is available within the medical industry. So, <laughs> so you feel, so I'm understanding that you feel like we're really not there yet. That, uh, not entirely, but... Yeah. We, Depends where you get your medical, uh, you know, from. If, if it's from yes. Canada, then maybe maybe we're past that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so it's a, so no, but, but it's it really it's a um, it's it's a dream. It's 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 a it's a passion of mine, and it's a um, thing that I would like to see evolve mm-hmm. with the same. You know, with the same compassion, or how can I say, how can I put it, with the same priority in terms mm, of because I mean, we all are people. We all want to survive. So the medical industry um, developed um, this at a very fast rate, and 
even looking at the um, anatomical, clinical, anatomical uh, books that I've recent, recently read, uh, which is the reference. I mean, if you look at the type of ultrasonics and the type of uh, radiography imaging that they that they use in order to mm. reveal certain type of uh, natures of the body, I mean, I would like NET to be within that same realm. Um, and I believe, I believe it is competitive enough to be able to get to that point. And uh, I would like to see like one probe to be able to be used within a large broadband and then mm -hmm. reveal 3D structures of the material with yeah. ultrasound. So, I mean, right. that that's the ultimate application. So that would be like the futuristic, what we just talked about earlier on, that would be like the, the future of NET for me. Yeah. And um, I it's, it's like a big project I do on my own to see what, how can we adapt or adopt that type of principles within the industrial field. Yeah. Yeah, even even when you, you're mentioning that, like it makes me think about, you know, the patient data often, you know, it follows you your entire life. And we're we I think it were we weren't that great at it in the past on the medical side, you know, but more and more you feel like, I don't know, I don't know for you uh, where you're at, but we're here in the US, you know, I, I I connect to a portal, I can see my lab results, I can see all of the things that throughout the years have been following me, right? And so, you know, that's that's probably also in, D, in DT uh, 4.0, whatever, where, where your component has, you know, the history of all the inspection that it had and a digital twin, basically, that's what we're, we're talking about. And so we're yes. getting there, we're not entirely there, but I think yeah. that, you know, we're, we're, we're stepping towards yeah. at least. Yes, yes, we're stepping towards it, so definitely. But, so I was at one stage, I was like, what is NDT 4.0? What is uh, NDE, NDT, uh, you know, being used interchangeably? Mm -hmm. uh, what is NDE 4.0? Because um, I'm, at some point I'm, I'm still really struggling to, uh, to understand the concept of the whole 4.0 movement because if you look at yeah, different you, sectors. You and a lot of people. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like a buzzword, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's uh, I mean, um, I eventually purchased uh, the book title "The Wall of NDE 4.0." Let the chain yes. begin. So, like um, uh, Doctor Rippy, right? Yes, Rippy Singh yes. and Doctor Johannes from. Yes, that's it. That's right. So, that's right. Uh, so, so I've actually purchased the book. So I haven't touched it as of yet. I'm very guilty of that, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to dive into it. So. Um, yeah, so in the E 4.0, so digital twins, data tracking, yeah. being more meticulous on on how do you use your data, actually. That, that, yeah. I think that's actually the key point because you pay so much for the service, um, uh, especially from an end user point of view, you pay so much for the service, for data, um, just to be sitting in someone's cloud service and doing nothing. So you can actually extrapolate that and actually make it into something so and it's and it's uh, you know working with a lot of engineers and you know doing predictive maintenance or condition monitoring there's actually a lot more that you can do with data than initially 
intend it. So I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a collaborative effort. So so yeah. NDE 4.0, I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> so right. I, I just need to get the basics out first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're interested, uh, we had uh, Dr. Vrana on uh, on the show uh, about uh, a year ago, and he shared a lot of uh, very, very. Uh, you know, the insight yeah. basically that really helped me understand it better, and uh, and so yeah, there's uh, it's very, I have the book as well, and I'm not done either, <laughs> but it's uh, it's fascinating. There's there's a lot to it, and uh, we're we're trying to um, to push the envelope there as well to to make sure that uh, that the data is becoming easier to to access even because mm. you know that's not something that as manufacturers we were really concerned about a while back but now mm. we're, we're trying to make sure that you know if people want to do something different with their data they can you know mm. um, and uh, and I know we, we've discussed this uh, on, a, on a different topic before but uh, it's trusting the we, we just need to yes there's a lot we can do with that data now you know uh, more and more as we open the, the, the file formats and, and we make this available for everybody to to create whatever they want with it. But um, and so the question could be, you know, is it is it safe if everybody can open it and do whatever they want with it? But in my opinion, and I, that's, you know, that's what I shared with you in the past is in my opinion is we need to trust our inspectors, you know, and, and as I stated, you know, yeah, you, you can have a, PT uh, results give you something way different if you leave it to uh, you know dwell, the dwell time to be double or or you, you can have yeah. any NDT method say anything you want about the component basically if you if you don't apply the procedure properly and so I, I see this no differently where ultimately that's the signature and the integrity of the inspector that prevails you know that's that's what mm. That's what we trust at the end of the day, yes. not, not the equipment. I mean, the equipment needs to be calibrated and you need to know it functions properly. Yeah. But we need to trust that the inspector that signed for this also um, can vouch for the, the, the quality of the equipment and, and the, uh, the the way that the procedure was applied. Yeah, and so, so true. yeah. I mean, so it's, 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 it's a lot of, so what actually happened is, is that, um, so I've, I've drawn my attention a lot to the NET engineering side of things uh, over the past uh, two years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, working in on the matrix of, you know, the publications of API 580, which is your risk-based inspections, and then your API 581 on how right. to determine your effectiveness and how effective is your, your risk-based inspection because and what I've gathered from those two documents is that NDT is so important in order to determine the effectiveness of your inspection and the actual grading that you're going to assign to that piece of equipment or asset. And, and it all depends on the number of entities that you're doing and how confident are you in doing it. So yeah. a, lot of, a lot rests on it. So, I mean, the heaps of data, uh, what do we do with it? And are we confident enough that we can use the data in order to put whatever the component is back into service? So, um, 
So moving into the like the entity engineering side of things is, is actually very fun because uh, I'm learning different aspects of other fields as well. So 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 NET is is just branching. It's a it's, it's a branch that just leads you to so many other aspects of 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 this, of this industry sector that's that's completely I think uh, bottomless. I mean, like a bottomless cup of coffee, if you if you if you must. So it's, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do I sign up for this? <laughs> it's like it's like mm. speaking speaking to Paul all the way. I mean, he's like he always tells me it's like duty is a never ending. It's like a never ending thing. You you will never get get to the bottom of it so true so true i feel i feel the exact same way and the more time goes with you know in my career and the more i get exposed to new things the more i believe it more and more you know it's Mm. we don't we don't see the end of it that's incredible really um yeah how technology evolves you also uh, so when we we talked a a bit earlier you know uh, we, we talked about a few um a few stories, you know, NDT stories about, well, and integrity and, and, and other things. But uh, do you have a few NDT stories for us? I always love to dig in those, you know, and, and, and see, uh, especially, you know, for people who, who have traveled a lot as, as yourself. And uh, I don't know, you know, there, there's always yeah. uh, interesting tidbits. Do you have any any interesting <laughs> stories for us? <laughs> so, um... There's a few. So, okay, so so we think about a few. So it's it's. <laughs> so it's like the gossip we were, of NDT, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. So it's it's a. Uh, um, so we were working. It, it was during a shutdown, and, and we were working, mm-hmm. and um, we were busy uh, collecting data from a reactor. Uh, looking for you know any signs of um, ACHA or any hydrogen damage or um, anything associated with hydrogen damage. So, um, so we got this new couplet, right? And we don't know how it works. We never worked with it before. And what's so, new about it? I mean, what's, what's different? <laughs> I don't know. It was it. <laughs> It was sourced by an NET equipment vendor, and they said, "You know, this is this is so much better than than your normal cellular space or whatever the case might be." Okay. And uh, there was the reinventing coupling. Yeah, basically. So there is very little on it. So we, so you know, it's like, I mean, the mixing procedure stays the same. I mean, you okay. throw it in bucket of water, you mix it up, and and I know some of, uh, I mean, I've worked with some of people that they really judge your skills based on the fact on how well you can make coupling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but anyway, so we were, we, we had this coupling, so it's new, so, and we, we never scanned with it before. So we on our way to the reactor and we did all the necessary things we need to do and we put on the coupling and we start scanning. By one, <laughs> it was so noisy uh, within our surrounding environment. Uh, my colleague, he was screaming from the one side. It was, it, he was like literally just there. He could have probably whispered it 
that was probably heard it, but I think from all the excitement that he had with this new coupling, he's like, this coupling is so awesome. I love it. Look, it just slides over. <laughs> the transducer just slides over. I'm like, <laughs> he was freaking out so much. This coupling is the coupling to have. And he's like, I love this coupling. And the whole day he was just talking about how he's loving this coupling. <laughs> Well, technology changing lives, even <laughs> He's like, I love this coffee. It was so funny at, at that moment. I was just like, <laughs> even even today, still when we when we talk, it's like, you remember, you remember that couple we used? Like, yeah, that couple, that couple was so awesome. <laughs> Man, if you knew it was so easy to make Inspector happy, I mean, you know, <laughs> cheapest way to do it, couplet. <laughs> Any, oh, no, that's any, any TGO, if <laughs> if you can get a free shirt from Olympus or whomever, you'll be happy. True, <laughs> so, true. <laughs> uh, I'm just joking, but yeah, that's a, that whole story is it's it's actually so funny, and uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> like I said, even still today, it's like, hey, you remember that couple? It's like, yeah, that couple. That <laughs> Remember that day with the cup, the new coupling? Yeah. Well, I stand corrected, and I, I didn't think a coupling would make a big difference, but I stand corrected. It does. It really does. I think, uh, <laughs> so it's a small, it's a small thing in life. Yeah. That makes the jump fun, though. That is great. That's great. Yeah. Um, and, any other that comes to mind right now? Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's so many funny stories. So um, there's actually, so it's also giving a shout out because I mean, there's, it's 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 where all the yeah. fun stuff happens because there's a, a large, a large volume of people, and um, I mean, so it's a very tight program to run, and um, <laughs> with the same colleague, uh, we were busy. Uh, we were busy scanning for any creep-related damage, and mm-hmm. um, and just so happens to be that uh, uh, it's one of my wife's projects uh, where they're busy um, collecting core samples uh, from this material in order to study it further for for future testing purposes, and uh, um, we were trying to get on schedule in terms of the amount of wilds that we need to test. And so the one guy, uh, I know we needed to scan a weld. And I was like, okay, we're going to scan that weld, then we're going to call it afternoon, then we're going to break for lunch. And all of a sudden, there's like heat treating pads or wool is being re-insulated. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, so I was like, no, we're going to heat treat this first, and then you can scan. I was like, no, no, no. We're going to scan first, then we're going to heat treat. And then he's like, no, but the heat treatment's already on. It's like, no, it's not on. I can see it on the generator. You're lying to me. Is this not on? So we're going to scan first. No, but then we have to clean afterwards. I'm like, why do we need to clean afterwards? That doesn't make any difference to the heat treatment. And so we were bickering to and fro about (laughs) this area that we need to scan. And... The guy was so, he was telling me he's not going to open the insulation. So at that point of moment in time, I became an insulator. I removed the insulation quite quietly, relaxed, and we scanned the weld. We put it back 
and the guy came to me he's like did you just scan there i'm like yes we did <laughs> we did you may continue your work we don't need it <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> it's, it's without him lot. noticing yeah this, this so, sne uh, sneaky inspection yeah sneaky and uh <laughs> 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 it's so very fun stories that uh, um that can happen in the field i mean it, it's so it's it's so funny actually because i mean it although being in such a serious uh, engagement um, right. in, in what you need to do i think you know just taking off a bit on some of the uh, i won't say pressure but just just taking not your mind off the job but just to take your mind off the whole seriousness of the whole immediate sure. environment i mean right. it's uh, um what do we call it in English? Like bickering and you know, just just jokingly, you know, just having random conversations while you're doing the work and yeah. uh, but still staying focused, which is not my first priority. But you know, just you know, I mean, it can that whole exercise of you being in a field can can be one or two things. It can either can either be very laborious or you can actually be self-soothing. I mean. Um, engaging with your colleague and you know, talking about whatever whatever is bothering you but but still focusing on the job first and then yeah. moving to the next world you just sneak in a few words jokingly and then continue so <laughs> right yeah no no reason to not being able to make it pleasant at the same time you know and, and, and do a good mm. job yeah, know, right? yeah. so uh, um Another story, if I if I might. So so it's a um, so we we found something that we thought was a indication. So okay. we so we were we were like it was myself, two colleagues of myself, uh, took two colleagues of mine, and then also our our, our manager, and uh, we were like no, we found something. And at this point in time, it was very, uh, it was very late in the shutdown. So, uh, you know, breaking the news at that stage, you know, to do a costly repair is going to delay the whole process yes. a lot. You're not going to so, be very popular. Uh, no, not at all. Mm. So, <laughs> so, so we were like, we were backwards and forwards with this one. So, um, we were like, <laughs> we were like four little monkeys sitting on a <laughs> sitting on a log on a piece of pipe trying to figure out what is it what we're looking at i mean it's um, <laughs> it's like you, you know that picture where they construct it's either the empire state building where all the workers <laughs> sit on the beam having their lunch right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? It, it's the same type of scenario you have all these individuals sitting on an adjacent pipe scanning a world like Forever. But it's not lunch break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. We like to stay forever, and, and I was like, and it starts from the left. I was like, what do you think it is? I think it's this. What do you think? No, I think this is this. It's like I think we should do this. No, it won't work. No, but we haven't tried it. Okay, let's do it. And so it's it's going from this is like playing telephone. It's going from one yeah. end to the other end to the other end, and uh, um, and and it so happens to be after. You know, doing a lot, a bunch of imaging techniques that we actually 
ruled out that it's not a defect. So it, oh, it was good. a one. Uh, yeah, so it was a win situation. Uh, what was it? Sorry. Uh, it was a win situation. So it was a, a win-win situation because we actually, from the whole interaction that we had with one another, you know, and, and you know, seeking a joke in between, um, it turned out actually not to be something serious. Um, I see. Uh, at all, you know, after applying numerous imaging techniques. I mean, we were doing TFM, PWI, then we did Toft, and then we did. <laughs> it was such a bunch right. of array of Throw everything you have added to make <laughs> yeah. sure that. The, but it's it's great that you had the opportunity to, you know, or whoever was inspecting at first, you know, not be on their own and, and, mm. and throw ideas at each other makes such a big difference but instead of yes. being, you know, <laughs> concerned on your own and, and, and having to make that call again on your own yeah, yeah. yeah it's like uh, it's, it's it's like i said i tell i tell a lot of people like because um, one of my colleagues uh when when you ask him a question while he's busy scanning he will he will draw on the vessel with his paint mark and say okay so this is what i'm seeing the probe is here and this and this and this so i'm like so if you ever see ut graffiti within the refinery, that's, <laughs> yes. that's probably his work, <laughs> three quarters oh, of the time, funny. that will be him. <laughs> that's funny, I had, I had a NDT teacher that uh, was telling us uh, often that if you're not um, uh, drawn to take a piece of paper and start writing, like drawing on it, then you're probably not an NDT person because it's true. Everybody does that. And it's like, no, hold on. And then, okay. And then you take a napkin, yeah. you take whatever is there, but you need to draw what you're seeing in your mind, exactly. basically, you know? So that's, yeah, yeah that's the graffiti. I like that, the NDT graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So, oh, I can remember. It's, um, now that I think of it, it's actually a very funny story. So. So my mentor um, and uh, my my senior, um, I was it was a performance based interview type of thing, and he asked me a question. It was like, how would you scan that weld? And I drew the configuration without adding a second line for thickness. So it was basically mm. a probe that was hanging in the air on a single piece of line and he asked in the interviews like but where's the sound going and i'm like yeah but it's going there he's like but where's the thickness and i'm like ah. <laughs> <laughs> it works in my mind <laughs> it does it did at that, that moment <laughs> All right. oh, that's also, funny. Great. Well, Marius, it was such a pleasure to get to uh, to talk with you today. It was a lot of fun and I really appreciate your time uh, for coming on the show and sharing all these stories with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Marius. Thank you for, for having me. I really do appreciate it. Well, that is all for today's show. I love this conversation with Marius. I think it's a great example that even though we have very serious work with truly important consequences, it's also important to be able to keep it light and find the joys and the fun in it. As Marius shared, it can help us troubleshooting better sometimes or share the, the knowledge or experiences better between one another, or even just to be more enthusiastic about your next inspection. I hope you enjoyed this conversation too and that it made you smile and think about some of your NDT stories. 
Until next time, thank you all for keeping our surroundings safe. Bye for now.